0: This is a headgum podcast. I have to say what I feel.
1: Miami has so much appeal. A great place.
0: Los Angeles, 2016.
1: Welcome! to Out on the Lanai, the only Golden Girls podcast you will ever need to listen to. I'm H. Allen Scott. And I'm Carrie Doherty. And this is a podcast where we watch an episode of the Golden Girls, and then we talk about it.
0: And we just watched season four, episode 12, Blind Date, which aired on January 28th, 1989. And as the title suggests, is an episode where Blanche does not go on a blind date. She goes on a date with a blind man.
1: That's true yeah which is um different than a blind date
0: it is it's not actually I mean I get it it's a fun play on word
1: do you think that a lot of like do you think blind people I I don't know I I honestly don't know many blind people but do you do think, you know
0: any blind people
1: I'm sure I do I mean my mom is legally blind oh is she yeah um but she can see which is strange uh, Do you think when they
0: were coming up with the title of the movie Legally Blonde, they were thinking Legally Blind, and that, and they just kind of ran... and No. Sorry, you were talking about your mom. <laughs> definitely
1: no one thought that. Um, yeah, but she's like, she just can't see very well without yeah. glasses, okay. so she's Legally Blind. But she still drives a really big car. Is she car. also
0: Legally Blonde, though?
1: She's also blonde. Legally. I suppose. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, she legally had it done. It wasn't an illegal color job.
0: You should just call her up and tell her, Mom, did you know you're legally blonde? Well, she's listening. So you just told her this. I remember when I was a kid and I, I don't know, I was probably five. I don't know why I remember this, but... Uh, that you are typing on your computer. I am, guys. I'm right sorry. to the microphone, you're going to hear. But that, that
1: means we're just checking stuff out and we're talking to you. Don't we're, do
0: it right next to I, the computer. I got, I, got, I, got, I
1: got to find out what we were talking about. So Go
0: on. I, when I was a little kid, I remember sing, hearing Bruce Springsteen, "Born in the USA," and I remember like singing the lyrics and my dad was like did you know you were born in the USA and I was like I was and I remember going around telling people I was born in the USA that's like Bruce Springsteen <laughs> 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 you never did that
1: <laughs> no I never did and, that's weird yeah but I my first concert was Belinda Carlisle's <gasps> heaven on Earth <gasps> oh so Belinda um
0: Carlisle I did have Ooh, a, a play song. That's the
1: song. Yeah. And Just Di- in case
0: the listeners, if they don't know, if they're a little younger. Diane
1: Keaton directed the music video for Get
0: it. Get out. I
1: won't. I live here. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> we're so sticky today. I don't get it. You and I are yeah. both, well, we're both a little jet lagged. I am
1: so jet lagged. catching
0: back up. Should we talk about oh, our trips?
1: Yes. Why? Yes, we should. First, we totally should.
0: First, guys, thank you for your patience. I realize in the past few months, there have been a, a few Tuesdays here or there where we haven't released episodes because we've There's both been so been much traveling. life
1: happening.
0: It's been hard, but I feel like things have started to slow down. So hopefully that won't happen again for a while. That's
1: true. That's true. I, I was in Israel, Israel, but I wanted to say like is israel. Like they say
0: in that one, "Born is the King." Oh yeah, of that.
1: Israel. yeah. You're really singy today. <laughs> yeah, you know, the
0: first um, Noel. That's, yes, that song. that's
1: that song. Yeah, I was in Israel and it was great and. Um, that was fun. It was great. It was amazing. Lots of really attractive Israeli men. I was walking around with a boner. Mm-hmm. I mean, and in some situations, it's not appropriate to have a boner because it's the holy land. Right. But um, I was feeling some holy things. <laughs> you Yeah. <know.
0: laughs>
1: Um, I love the yeah. way you laugh yeah, and wasn't. just go, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it was a great trip. There's, um, there's uh, if you look up on the Jerusalem Post's website or something, there's an article that I'm in that's about what I was doing there. So oh, it was, fun. Yeah, it was a good time. It was a good time. That's great. The Dead Sea—you float in the Dead Sea, and you see these pictures of people in the Dead Sea, and it's like whatever—they look like they're having fun, and the water's like this weird sort of turquoise color. It's yeah. like a green-blue thing, yes. um, and it looks great. Guess what? It fucking sucks. Did it's thirty percent salt. So you—you're sitting. I mean, it doesn't suck. It's like an experience. It's a thing. You're supposed to go do it. And you do it once, and you never do it again. But
0: like the Empire State Building.
1: Uh, why only do that once that's romantic and enjoyable no
0: it's crowded and full of tourists you just that's new york city say you did it
1: that's new york city you literally just described new york city
0: okay or i'll say the statue of liberty i went to the statue <laughs> of liberty when i was in seventh grade and my my class took a trip there lived in new york city for eight and a half years did i ever go back to it no i looked at it from afar that was lovely I'm not going to go back, get on a ferry with a ton of tourists, they'll take a bunch of pictures. It's hot out there. There's not a lot of shade. At the Statue of Liberty? Yeah. It's very windy. Well, that too. (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, the Dead Sea is 30% salt, and, and uh, you, you're in water, of course, and you, it, you float because of the salt. The salt, the concentration of salt makes you literally just, like, float on top of the water. Um, it's incredible. It is an experience. That said, I have a whole new respect for African American women who go swimming, because African American who goes women who go swimming, I've learned from my 25 years of watching the Oprah Show, know that that the water and hair in in the African American female culture is not something you get wet. You just don't get it wet. Mm-hmm. Um, that's what Oprah tells me, and so. You have to do that at the Dead Sea. You can't put your face in the water. You can't put your face anywhere near the water because the salt is so concentrated that when you come out, you're you're blind. You can't see anything. Like legally? Yes, (laughs) (laughs) yes. You can't see anything, so it hurts so much. So a a a very new friend of mine, Chapman, he lives in London, and he he's also kind of a stud. Um, He straight. Do
0: you think he's listening?
1: I'll tell him to listen. Um he and I both were blind and literally Legally? we had to like hold hands walking out of the beach Aww. because it we were we couldn't see anything. Why
0: didn't you put on goggles? Did you not know?
1: I didn't even think about goggles till just now. I don't think any of us did. None wow. of us did. We did put on the dirt, the mud that you're supposed to wear. That's supposed to like exfoliate your skin or something.
0: Oh, that's nice.
1: Yeah, not really, but oh, okay. um, I threw away all of my swimming items after the Dead Sea. I just gave it to the Dead Sea, said goodbye, and did you leave it in on. the Dead
0: Sea and walk out? No, naked? I threw it in the trash oh. can. Oh, okay. Um,
1: but uh, some weird noise happening. Oh, um,
0: is that your AC?
1: Is the AC on? Oh, the yeah, AC I'll turn it off. The AC came on. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, guys. We're really back in business today. Um, yeah, no, but it was a great trip. I had a lot of fun, and, uh, yeah, it's well, you were at home. You were. At, at-
0: I was in Massachusetts. I saw my family. It was lovely. Yeah? I swam in a pool. It didn't have any salt in it, but it had chlorine or bactine or whatever it is you use. I went swimming in that, and I floated on a float.
1: Really? Yeah. I'm trying Um, to turn it off. I'm sorry. That's
0: okay. It was fun, yeah. I just hung out with my family for a week, and now I'm back. And I got back last night, and of course Stan leaves this morning to go shoot a movie for a week, so...
1: Oh, that We're fancy like,
0: life. Look at him, mister. Night.
1: So I have potentially, before we get into this episode, I have to say I did something before we started um, watching this current episode.
0: Oh, should that, we even talk about this now? Yeah,
1: I think we should. That may offend <laughs> stand, and many of our listeners. I am dog-sitting for an asshole dog who is riddled with cancer, and that's not why he's an asshole. He's an asshole because he bites and he's a dickhead, and he's been coddled his entire life, and he has to sleep to whale sounds chained to the bed that I'm supposed to sleep to. Yes, this is my life right now. And I said to Carrie, when she came over, I was I was venting about how much of an asshole this fucking dog is. And I said, in the event of a zombie apocalypse, dog owners will be the first to go because they're weak and codependent and they can't take care of themselves. And um, I stand by that statement. I know it's controversial. And Carrie was legit torn between... When I posed the question, if it was between you and your dog, and a zombie was coming your way.
0: I'd, le- we would, I'd let us both die, I think, le- if we couldn't get out of the way.
1: <laughs> so that Proves my point, I exactly. I'm
0: not going to give my dog... Please.
1: I just muted the mic for a second. What? <laughs> sorry, no, I didn't. I didn't do it on purpose. Don't
0: try to quiet
1: I, me. That's, it's, I'm sorry. Well, you guys, we're going to have an open debate about this. I'm glad we're doing this at the top of the show because you guys now in the comments section can let us know what you would do in the event of a zombie apocalypse. If a zombie was coming your way and you had your animal in your hand, would you say, go, fly, be free, a. try to save yourself? A. Or would you let yourself fall because you're weak? And No, um, your
0: choices are A, do you die? B, does your animal die? C, do you both die together? That's
1: bullshit.
0: Those <laughs> are your options.
1: No, if you die, your animal will die.
0: No, if you die, you can. You have a chance to save your animal, but you die. You sacrifice yourself. That's or the stupidest you, response. you sacrifice your animal and you save yourself. Or you decide to do neither because you can't make the decision and you both die. Those the weak fall, options.
1: save yourself. This is why I have a cat, because I guarantee you Frasier would survive. Frasier would survive without me. Frasier would get out. Frasier would go. That's
0: not the question. He'd climb
1: a fucking tree, and he would be like, "Guess what, bitch? You gave me a good life, and thank you for giving me the skills to move on with my life. Go save yourself." That's what Frasier right. would say. All right,
0: let's get into the episode. Okay. Because this, we get a lot to talk about with this. This episode.
1: blind guy in the episode wouldn't survive the zombie apocalypse either. Why? Because he's weak.
0: Right, he might he might be blind, but his other that's not senses why he's weak are probably heightened. He's
1: romantically weak.
0: Oh. <laughs> Can you sit a little cold?
1: Sorry. <laughs>
0: okay. So this this was a fun episode. It was. I always like Blanche Dayton. I'm the sorry. Guy.
1: Before we get into the episode, I do have to say we have to thank Jeffrey Serginson. Did I say that right, Jeffrey? I hope so. Um, for the amazing donation. Thank you. Thank
0: you, Jeffrey. You... Or Joffrey. Is yes. it with a J?
1: Uh, uh, it's It's Jeffrey, yeah, it's with a J. Okay, because
0: well, yes. it could be G-E-O-F-F.
1: If you, anyone out there listening has a G-Jeffrey name, fuck you. Um no. And Danielle, also, I don't know if we thanked Danielle in the last one. Maybe we did, but if we did, we're doing it twice. Danielle Gallo, thank you so Thanks, much for your Danielle. donation. Thank you. She's lovely. I'm sorry if I offended any Jeffreys.
0: Okay. Um, <laughs> all right, so... This, uh, so uh, uh, the fun, it feels like we sort of have two A stories on this episode. They both kind of had equal weight, but um, Rose uh, is coaching, has volunteered to coach a Pee Wee football team. Which is trouble
1: from the beginning, because we all know, and Dorothy says it, that Rose is... Too competitive.
0: Right. And we saw this in the bowling episode. Mm-hmm. Rose gets very competitive. I do love to see Rose in a ball cap, though. I, how cute I, is she in a little Yell ball cap? I
1: love to see Rose competitive because she turns into this, like, evil person, mm-hmm. and it's amazing.
0: Yeah. Well, you it's hear like her bitching and about the team where she's like, they didn't run and they didn't whatever. Yeah. And then we, like, see the kids, in it. they're Wee. They're, yeah. like, eight years old. I love it. Um, So she's bitching about them and how they suck. I mean... It, it, uh, no, I'll get into that later. Um, so so Rose asks Dorothy if she'll help her, you know, coach the team. She's like, I know we can win with your help. Because as, as every hardcore Golden Girls fan knows, Dorothy Spornack is a woman of football. Like, she knows yeah. a thing or two about football.
1: I think she knows more <laughs> about basketball, but yes. Oh, because
0: of her height? Because
1: she's so tall. Because <laughs> she's so tall. Or golf. Or volleyball.
0: Yeah, ooh, yeah, or volleyball. Yeah, or yeah. tennis even. Yeah, something she probably doesn't know a lot about is like...
1: Football. Is
0: about... um, <laughs> Yeah, and uh, what's the one you do with when you're a jockey? When you race the horses? Yeah, you're asking about Equestrian, I don't... You know, um, it, like Davy Jones was a jockey for li- the short people. Of the monkeys. He used yeah. to be a jockey. It doesn't matter. Anyway, then Blanche <laughs> comes... I love, like, Blanche, this was, like, an amazing solo Aaron Sorkin walk and talk, where from Blanche coming out of her bedroom down the hallway to the door is just, oh, hi, girls, it's so good to see you, you look great, I'm out-headed, I'll see you, bye, right to the door, like, I love it. But
1: Dorothy stopped her, Dorothy was mm -hmm. like, you're going on a date with someone again.
0: Oh, what's his name? Someone we forget, it wasn't important to the story. Tom or something. Um so it's a, yeah it's a guy that's constantly standing her up and yet she's still going out on dates with him.
1: Whenever I see this episode and I hear that line I think it's the abuse episode. Like I immediately go to oh it's the one where Blanche gets into an abusive relationship.
0: Well what's the I was thinking of that one too where the guy it's constantly It's later on. I think it's
1: like season 5 or 6 maybe but he but He
0: constantly breaks plans, right? Um, It's a rich guy, remember? No,
1: no, no. That's a different one. The abuse one is where uh, he's like a baseball person or something, and um, he... Or maybe he's not a baseball person. No,
0: the baseball guy's not one. No, he's one not that a baseball person. Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> she's had so many. No, he's something, whatever. I don't know what he is, but he uh she's late and he gets really frustrated because she's always late. And wait,
0: are you it's aren't you thinking you're thinking of Becky?
1: No, I'm not thinking of Becky. Um because there's a that's the one where she was really late and he goes, Oh, she's always doing this and Dorothy was like says something witty to her and then he grabs Dorothy's on and Dorothy and Dorothy's like, You're
0: hurting me <laughs> <laughs> I remember you're hurting me. I'll have to think of the episode yeah. um, I was surprised to hear that Blanche is willing to like put up with something like this except she mentions that she's been in a dating slump lately We have
1: so. all been in those situations where we'll put up with a lot just for a little D <laughs> <laughs> I
0: haven't but
1: Carrie you've shut up <laughs> you have never in your life been so hard up for little D that nah. you've slept with someone or kissed someone or touched someone that you regret touching.
0: Mm, maybe like once.
1: That is bullshit. I know that's bullshit. It's not, guys. Again, in a new comment thread.
0: <laughs> it isn't really.
1: How many of you have touched someone you now regret because you were hard up for some? I'm D? more
0: of a relationship kind of girl.
1: Oh god.
0: Yeah, I enjoy my single times. I don't that's really sweet. feel the that's
1: so. Good. Some of us live them. <laughs> <laughs>
0: For you, it might be a time, but for me, it's my life. Yes. <laughs> I feel like this is a movie trailer It's a right way now. of
1: life, yeah.
0: Um, so uh, Blanche shows up to the same bar where she found Clayton <laughs> in a recent episode where Clayton... Uh,
1: had came out.
0: Had come out. Yeah, she and, thought it was a gay bar. This yeah. bar
1: shows up a lot in the future episodes.
0: And um, the first thing, I love how many times they sort of like subtly play this yeah. where like... Blanche walks into the bar, and Ernie, the bartender, goes, Hey, Blanche, I didn't see ya. And I'm like, he said (laughs) see, I didn't see ya. Because, like, get it? That's, like, the whole theme of the episode is that, like, John couldn't see Blanche because he's blind. Blanche couldn't see that she could date a blind man and be happy. so
1: funny. It's
0: just, he was, like, setting up the theme. I feel like the writers were like, we're going to say the theme, and we're going to give it to the bartender.
1: Slow week for humor.
0: Um, And, uh... It reminded me of, because Blanche and John, we go through this whole scene where they talk, and then yeah. at the very end of the scene, we, the audience, learn that he's blind.
1: Because he, he has one of those canes that unfolds.
0: Yeah, a walking stick.
1: Some of them are just walking sticks. Not well, all of them unfold like re- that. Yeah,
0: that's true. It un- it unfolds. Yeah. Um, Which is uh, really cool. It is, I guess. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. Um, it, but when when Rose di- when Rose Blanche dates the guy in the wheelchair, mm-hmm. is it the same thing? It's the same thing, right? They're at the library, and they yeah. have a the whole conversation, no. and they make a date, yeah, and the then same. he wheels He away. even
1: looks like the guy who's in the wheelchair. Yeah. Yeah, it's a thing.
0: I actually thought, I forgot that this was the episode where John wasn't a, a bad guy, because I was mm-hmm. like, oh, at the end she has that line where she's like... I, you know, I, I I just never assumed that you could be a jerk in a wheelchair. And then I was like, yeah. oh, no, wait, that's the wheelchair guy, not the blind guy. It's, yeah, they're very
1: like, similar stories. I lines.
0: was like, which one did Blanche learn a lesson in?
1: Because each, well, both the lessons for both is Blanche Blanche's vanity, and then she overcomes that by realizing she's bigger than
0: that. Right. It, it also yeah. reminds, it was interesting though that Blanche didn't learn that he was blind until the next scene, because I feel like when we saw her with the dude in the wheelchair, and we have episodes like this, like, I remember there was an episode of Save by the bell where jesse spano who elizabeth berkeley is a very tall woman is like flirting with a guy while they're sitting in a booth at the max and they make a date and she, they both stand up and she realizes he's really short and she oh. gets self-conscious so it's interesting that they wait until the next scene yeah um for her to describe it um what is in his glass
1: in his glass?
0: In his glass. I did calling notice. it red wine, but it looks like they both just have fruit punch in cups.
1: Oh, delicious. It was
0: very distracting. I didn't even notice that. And it's also... I'm I, having... I have a hard time because, like, when he shows up for the date, she clearly doesn't know he's blind. Mm-hmm. And he, like, thinks that maybe she knew. Yeah. But... He never said it. Like, do you no. think it was? Do you think it's res- it's his responsibility to say something, or should he just assume that maybe she knows he's blind?
1: Well, in that situation, I was actually thinking like because he
0: never looks at her when he's talking.
1: You can tell. I mean, when you're talking with someone who's blind, you pretty much can. They have a dazed look in their eyes.
0: Says the man <laughs> who so doesn't know if he. I've even met knows a blind, blind person
1: people. before. Um, so, like, do you think Blanche just assumes that everyone has a dazed look in their eyes when they talk to her?
0: Well, I also noticed, and this is where I, like, what, like, the director did in this episode, she's also fiddling with her drink a lot and looking at her drink, so she's not really paying attention, and he doesn't know that. He doesn't know where she's looking. I just sort of wondered, like, I don't know, and and maybe, but maybe he didn't say something, because he was like... You know, we just met, you know, should it be on her to tell me like yeah, I'm a virgin or whatever, you know? He what just mean?
1: got a number, big deal. Right. Like, you know, maybe it won't work out, no big deal. I was actually thinking, I didn't notice the wine thing cuz I was thinking throughout the entire episode when I was younger how excited I would have been to like pretend to be blind just to like see people naked.
0: Wait. What? What do you
1: like you... say you're blind and then be like, "So it's no big deal. Go ahead and change." <laughs> I literally thought that as a kid. Really? I was like, yeah. What if I could do that? What if I was just blind all the time, so I could see everybody naked?
0: But you'd have to wear sunglasses. That's okay. Yeah. Because otherwise, they'd be like, "You're like, I can follow your eye line to my genitals right No, now. because
1: then you just move your head with your eye. Wait, what? See, I'm moving my head, and my eyes are staying straight forward, so you can't tell that I'm looking.
0: <laughs> That's not how. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, you were a weird kid. So, um, So you know, they flirt a little bit because John's also been stood up on a date, and they both sort of swear off dating, and then they, like, clink glasses, and then he spills wine on him, whatever. And Blanche gives him the number of, like, a, uh, dry cleaners. Uh-huh. But then as she's leaving, he's like, you know, Blanche, could I take you out sometime? And she's like, well, I wrote down my phone number on that napkin. And then he folds it up. Puts it in his pocket, and then he's like, all right, Ernie, bye. And Blanche is already out the door. He gets up, he walks out with his cane. Who read him her phone number?
1: Oh, come on. That's that's mean to blind people. I'm
0: just, like...
1: Do you think that he doesn't have someone in his life that can... Re- Actually, we he know gets he a mail. secretary.
0: He does get mail. <laughs> um... So, in the next scene, so now we're back to football and, you know, super competitive Rose. The kids are, like, weighing in to see if they can qualify to play. Ugh, and
1: embarrassing. Billy
0: Haskell, who's the um, the best kid on the team, doesn't weigh enough.
1: Who also plays, what's her name, son on Roseanne. Um, he later on played, oh, God, the redhead woman. Um, uh,
0: he played... Th- Lonnie Anderson? No. It says Lonnie Anderson. I'm sure
1: at some point, but.
0: That he, was his name on the show. Oh, Lonnie. Lonnie Anderson. Oh,
1: really? <laughs> yeah, that's
0: funny. Not Lonnie. <laughs> his mom's Lonnie. name, though. Who's his Lonnie. mom's name? It doesn't say. Oh. His name was Lonnie Anderson. She was an
1: original cook, cook on Roseanne. Uh-huh. Um, she, yeah, it was, he was a good little kid, and he had a fight with, with Ned Beatty.
0: <laughs> um yeah, he was adorable. Also, we should say that um that John, we'll go back to him in a second. So John was played by an actor named Edward Winter who passed away in 2001 at the age of 63. Um but he 63. I know. So what year was he born? He was born in 37. Oh, wow. Um, So he—it looks like he did a lot of voiceover work on like Ah, Real Monsters and stuff. He was on Murder She Wrote. He did Are you a saying lot he was TV. only forty-two during this episode? He was young-looking. That means he was ten years younger than her. Yeah, Blanche likes him young. Um, but he was also, he also appeared in an episode of Empty Nest, which now I'm curious to see how many, like, guest star actors
1: Mage were cross. on yeah. Empty Nest,
0: where they were like, oh, we love so-and-so from Golden Girls, let's I'm get sure. this guy. Like, yeah. I, I'd be curious to see, like, a Venn diagram. Yeah. If anybody wants to make one. <laughs> um, mm. uh, Let's see, Anderson, Anderson, Anderson. Oh, yeah, no,
1: just look for the redhead. It's okay. Um, yeah, so he is he the most valuable player on the team, and yet he is not weighing in at the weight he's supposed to weigh in Do you do play. that with
0: football? I know with, like, wrestling you have to weigh in because you have different weight classes, but I thought with, like, peewee football, it's just like, oh, you're a certain age or grade you yeah. play. I didn't know kids had to weigh in for peewee football.
1: Yeah, you're asking the wrong guy. And
0: also, he doesn't, like, he looks right around the same size as most of the other kids.
1: Yeah, but weight isn't based on appearance.
0: Right, sure. <laughs> um, like
1: I probably to you look really skinny, but you with, look great. If you pick me up, <laughs> it's heavy. It's heavy because it's all fat.
0: No, but muscle <laughs> muscle weighs more than fat.
1: Yeah, it's so probably much, all muscle. It's all muscle. Yeah, because yeah, it's, it's all muscle. So fatty muscle. You
0: see, you make these jokes, but like you do CrossFit, you're very strong.
1: I mean, I am emotionally unwell.
0: <laughs> no. <laughs> now you're just pivoting.
1: Yes.
0: So, Blanche comes out getting ready for her date with John, and she looks gorgeous. She
1: does. In she really like does. In that, like, blue
0: dress with, like, a green pattern, a lot of green She looks
1: good in the blues and the greens. She does
0: look good in blues and greens. And, um, she's trying to, do- she wants to wear the perfect outfit, mm-hmm. and, um... And there's, she has a really, a couple funny, like, quips with Sophia where, um, you know, because she says that he called her up and wanted to know if she was free that evening, and she said yes, and they're like, what? Why would you do that? And she goes, when Blanche Devere wants a man, she does not stand on ceremony. And then Sophia goes, or on the floor, which <laughs> is great. Um, She's on her back. Then, again, we just do more of this. I feel like they're just really echoing the theme, and, and um blanche the, there's like a the doorbell rings and blanche asks the girls to entertain him for a minute she goes mm-hmm. i want to make sure i look perfect before he sees me now she didn't emphasize those words
1: yeah but um, you did
0: But I did. And then, um, so Rose answers the door and asks John, Hi, John, you know, won't you come in?
1: Oh, no. And he says, can you give me a hand? And then she starts to applaud.
0: She claps, which is so sweet. Which is
1: adorable, yeah. Um,
0: And then he's like, never mind, I'll find it myself. And he, like, pulls out the walking stick. Um, And then... I mean, poor, this, this reminds me of the moment when the priest comes over yeah. from Dorothy and Rose is, keeps putting her foot in her mouth and she's like, oh, Dorothy's done nothing but fawn over you and this and that. And or
1: when the going, midget comes Rose, over. Rose.
0: Rose And she goes, he's a priest, isn't he? It was the same thing where she was like... He's a
1: priest, isn't he?
0: Yeah. <laughs> it's the best line. She goes... Uh, so, so Blanche comes out in her dress and she's kind of spinning around. It's like, how do I look, John? Blanche. Am I the most adorable thing you ever saw? Blanche. Are you blinded by my beauty? He's a priest, isn't he? It was like <laughs> so... You know what I mean? It was a great I moment. Just really hammered yeah. it. Um,
1: and Blanche, I was saying during the episode, Blanche does this. Blanche has these episodes where she's, you know, in the foul, like with the midget episode when she goes shrimp person. and then walks away. I wrote this.
0: I wrote that down. I yeah. wrote shrimp. Yeah. Yes, because there's she so can't many
1: great lines that she she delivers so well in these situations. Very
0: foot in mouth. Yeah, because yeah. he asks as they're heading out. He asks which to I think speaks to how
1: vain her character is. Like it, it sets it up for that. Like when right. you're, when you're that vain, then you set yourself up for putting your foot in your mouth.
0: Yeah. And as they're walking out, he asks what restaurant they're going to. And she says whatever the name is. She's like, oh, you'll love it. It has a gorgeous view. Yeah. oh <laughs> you know, like she's always doing that, like sucking in air through her teeth. Just ooh, <laughs> that's like the. But I mean, nothing will you ever. You
1: sounded like Pat there.
0: Oh, did I? Oh ooh. no, that's this. Ooh.
1: Ooh. Guys, we don't
0: know what it's Pat is. It's, did
1: I? Does yeah. he the one? Did, did I do that? Did I no, do
0: that? that's steve that's Urkel. Urkel.
1: Oh yeah. Sorry. <laughs> uh,
0: did Pat do? Did I do that?
1: Hey, you you uh, made you've made a career on the '90s. I'm just trying to live in the now. You know what I'm saying? I'm just like digesting shit and just putting it in and letting it come. <laughs> like
0: <laughs> just keep going, keep going. So um,
1: I'm jet lagged.
0: So in the in the next scene, um, Rose and Dorothy have all the football kids over, really in their clothes in their or their little football outfits. Uniforms, and she's going over uh, plays on the chalkboard. Yes. And I've got to give it to her, like just for Betty White as an actor, she's got like a long. She has to rattle off like a long play yeah. at, while she's at the chalkboard, and then I wonder, like, what does Rose actually know about football? I get that she's volunteered, but. Do you think she's, like, schooled herself?
1: Well, yeah, she grew up with brothers. She probably knows quite a bit.
0: No, well, she would know about regular football. She would know about whatever weird, like, Dutch version of football her family taught
1: Maybe her. this is something where she's, like, a savant at. If you remember, there's, a, there's an episode of The Golden Palace where a robber comes and robs the hotel. And she gives a... Burglar. Ex, a, no, it's, he robs the front desk. Um, Does and he?
0: There's a person there. He
1: like holds up the front desk. Okay, yes. then he she's gets, the person. She's okay. manning the desk, and he she gives a expert like description of the person, like 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 a like a SBU SBU character would, mm-hmm. and uh, and yeah, so she has she has abilities that we're just not aware of.
0: Okay, I can buy deep that. Deep down inside, I her. can buy that. I also wonder if like. In this scene, as they were going over the plays, I'm like, oh, I wonder if their team sucks so much because they never have practice on the football field. They're just constantly having practice in the living room of senior citizens. Like, of course they're terrible. For women. For women. But, yeah, they're still senior citizens. No! (laughs) Okay. Um, so uh, so they're having a practice. They've got like a big game coming up big, the next day, huge. and
1: and Dorothy's, Dorothy's all and like, "I got a scratch in my throat. I don't. I think I'm coming down with something."
0: Her and Rose feel like they're coming down with something, as evidenced by the fact that they both put their hands around their throats.
1: Oh, I have something happening inside me. Yeah, but I have that too. Like it's when the I, tickle when I start getting sick, I'm like,
0: "Oh, what is that?" It's the tickle. Yeah. You get a tickle. Um, so I wish then, I was
1: getting more tickles. Miss loving being single.
0: I'm <laughs> um, but I'm not single. Shut up. <laughs> uh so where are my notes? Oh, so Blanche comes out um and she's so excited cuz she's seen John every single night that week and um she makes uh she picks up the phone and she makes a date with Tom Gallagher, the guy Ooh. who stood her up at the beginning. No. And Blanche they're like, "What are you doing? Like, don't you're supposed to be going out with John tonight? Why are you standing him up to go out with Tom?" And she's like, "It's never gonna work because he's blonde,"
1: <laughs> and she's
0: all upset. But didn't Blanche learn her lesson about this after she dated Jake the caterer with the whole like, "It's never gonna work." Yeah, you know, because then she had that realization that it could work with Jake the caterer with the nose tattoo. Yeah, but by then it was too late, you know. Yeah, and so. It's also weird that like just because she's seen him every night that week, it doesn't mean that they're in like a serious, exclusive relationship. I just don't understand why she needs to stand him up, like go on the date. Because well,
1: she's uncomfortable. Uh, someone just someone just tweeted me about Jake, which is why I'm looking at my phone. But yeah, she she um she's uncomfortable and she doesn't know how to deal with that uncomfort. Right. But know? the weird
0: thing is, we don't see we don't see that. We yeah. just see. Her getting ready to go on a date with him and they walk out together with her foot in her mouth. Mm -hmm. And then the next thing we know, it's been a week, but we don't see how that... Well, actually, no, I take that back. She does say the reason why it's not working. And it's not because... It's less about him and what people will think of them if we see them together as a couple. Yeah, that has
1: nothing to do with it.
0: it. But what she says is that...
1: He's blind.
0: Well, no, what she says is that... She's And does she say it right now? I can't remember if she... Oh, yeah, she does. Um, no, she doesn't say it yet. But she says it later that the only, you know, all she has going for her are her looks. Yeah. And there should be no reason. Like, she doesn't know why he likes her. Yeah. Which is, it's actually Blanche's insecurity.
1: Uh, yeah. But exactly, it, but that
0: doesn't come out right away. She, she has trouble doing those things.
1: So, like Brian Matthews um, texted or texted me, tweeted me this morning or someday, um, saying, "I'm going to say something controversial. I think Simon Blanche's boyfriend when she got the pacemaker was cuter than Jake." I don't. I don't agree, Brian.
0: I can't picture but, Simon. But
1: in both instances, and in this instant as well, Simon has gray hair. He's a little taller. He's thin. He, like he 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 has a like a Vincent Price look to him. Um, uh, he, yeah, she, in these moments of vulnerability. Oh,
0: eh, yeah. Yeah, no. exactly. Jake's still yeah,
1: yeah. Jake definitely is more semi. Um, but uh, she has these moments of vulnerability where, you know, they, they come out and she doesn't know how to process it. She doesn't know yeah. how to communicate it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it makes me sad for Blanche because he, she says that, like, he took the one thing a way that she felt secure about, which was her looks.
1: Well, if you think about it, she had like years and years and years of a happy marriage of a man who adored her Mm -hmm. and, and, and gave her and fond her with this, these beauty. I mean, how beautiful she was. So, you know, she's, she's in some ways probably mourning her late husband as well.
0: Oh, interesting.
1: Because like, How do you handle that? How do you go from a life of being every single day sort of like applauded for being beautiful and then all of a sudden that person's gone? Yeah. You know?
0: Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I can see that. Bringing it deep, y'all. Um, bringing it deep. So uh, so it's the day of the big football game. Dorothy and Rose are sick, as evidenced by the fact that they're wrapped now in bathrobes. Yes. Which, you know, that's what you want to do. Except I wonder, it's Miami, like if it's hot, are they running a fever?
1: Yeah, when I'm sick, know. I'm definitely in my underwear.
0: Yeah, I'm definitely in comfy clothes. It depends on what kind of year. I love being wrapped in a bathrobe when it's cold out. Chicken mm. soup, like forget about it. It's amazing. Too hot. Um, and they're both eating, Rose's brought out Sophia's like home remedy for the flu, which is chicken fat, lard, oregano, and like red pepper or something. Sounds and pretty good to me. It Well, chicken fat and lard, that just seems like, that seems very thick. But it's mm-hmm. interesting because they, yeah, it they're does. eating it and this, and it tastes gross and Sophia comes out and she's like, you know, it's it's Sophia's tried and true recipe, but Sophia's like, I've just never seen anybody eat it before. You're supposed huh. to put a glob of it on the vaporizer. But I also wonder if that would even work on a vaporizer. Like chicken probably fat and not. lard? Probably but not. Sophia, it's just a
1: joke. Sophia isn't known for her logic.
0: Yeah. Uh, but... <laughs> So anyway, both women are sick. They're worried that they're going to have to forfeit the game. Sophie is like, "No, I'm going to go." Yeah, and they're like, "But Ma, you don't know anything about football. Guess what, girls? Neither do you." Ah, I'm going to say it. She
1: gave the ultimate shade.
0: Um. So then, uh, so then Blanche comes in, and this is where we get the whole speech about yeah. why she's feeling insecure and everything.
1: Wait, did we miss? We totally did. We missed Rose's dramatic. Well, you know what, Blanche. You don't know something
0: about men. Uh. I'm so glad that we backed up for that.
1: <laughs> no, it was it's a dramatic moment. Well, it she was says a Rose like, dramatic moment. She says, like,
0: you're the only one who's blind, blind to other people's feelings. Something like that. Yeah. She yells it to the door. <laughs> it
1: felt like a very after school special fight moment.
0: It did. I was almost expecting, because you know how sometimes Rose will stand up and go, yeah, and another thing and Rose yeah. Blanche Dorothy always goes like good job Rose you really told him off yeah. that's what I was expecting it to be but no. she actually just said she something very something dramatic, dramatic yeah. yeah good for her um so then uh so then we get to the locker room. We're finally Ooh, seeing the boys. Oh yeah,
1: we're in the locker it's room. It's interesting. They
0: show us a locker room. Never going to see a football field. I would have loved to have seen, like, the bleachers, anything. No like, football Like, have,
1: fields. like, a day shot of Sophia out on the field being oh, like,
0: go, go, go. I would have loved it. Some stock footage of, like, a football game. I would
1: love to see Sophia running down the field.
0: Oh, I would yeah, it would have been Shuffling, shuffling down the field. But, this this story it has kind of a it has a really cute resolution it sort of start it feel it starts off it feels like it's going to be a story about Rose being competitive and doing something really sketchy with these kids and having to learn a lesson but then it doesn't turn into that it actually mm-hmm. just it actually turns into like Billy's story where he's sitting in the locker room he hasn't made way in so he can't, can't play. play and Sophia he hates being small and Sophia is like you know being small isn't that bad, you know. Like look at me. You know, you never have to buy new clothes. Everybody thinks you're adorable and she makes them feel better and gives them a meatball and pepper sandwich.
1: Because if that doesn't put the weight on nothing will.
0: Yeah, and it's like a really cute moment. And yeah. I was like, you know what? I I did not see this coming. It's like sweet. I like it. It's sweet. Um so then um oh, also uh, Blanche after she had her little like her big speech You know, she told the girls that, like, she's going to continue seeing John because she likes spending time with him and she shouldn't be feeling insecure in this way. And she shows up at a restaurant because his secretary told her where he was, which I appreciate that they gave us that fact because otherwise I'm like, how would you know where she was? Um, And Blanche kind of tells him her concerns and John says that, you know, being blind... When he dates a woman, he actually it's fun. He gets to make up in his mind what she looks like based on her personality, and so yeah. he says to Blanche, "You know, you know, you beautiful eyes, whatever, because this and that." And then he says, "Like, and you're a music lover, so you must have a big behind." But <laughs> he's just joking around. Yeah. Um. But that's kind of like sweet, and I think well, you know, it
1: does set up for a really funny
0: last or funny end of scene line. Yes. Yeah. And and I like the way I love the way that, and I've always. Every time I see this episode, I love the way that Blanche handles it with an, when another woman shows up to the yeah. restaurant because she says, "You know, I know you're meeting someone, so I'll just make it quick." And you know, Blanche can get—I feel like you know—Blanche can get territorial. Blanche can puff her yeah. chest, and you know, especially like when Sophia was dating her and Sophia <laughs> were dating the same guy. It wasn't Fernando. That was that's the teddy bear. It was, was the, it was the, the, it was the, it was the Colombian cigar guy. What was his name? I don't fig remember. fig. Uh, Fidel,
1: Fidel, yeah. yeah, Fidel Santiago, 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 yeah, yeah. But
0: she's like, that was you know, teamwork, the woman she, that was teamwork. That was we, we put teamwork. it together. Yeah. We're like, bah, at, fat,
1: Santiago. Yes,
0: just like that. <laughs> um, and so John's date shows up, and she's like, oh, she's okay, the, wait, so
1: me, she's this beautiful, tall, young, skinny, blonde woman. Yes. Which, for a blind man, go you.
0: Yeah. You know? I'm cu- I wonder if she knows if he's blind. I think
1: I think I would do well with a blind person. Yeah? Yeah.
0: How come? Well, yeah, because then I would never have to worry about myself. What do you mean?
1: I mean, I would take care of my body and stuff, but they I would never... They can still
0: feel your body. They can
1: feel it, but, like, I don't have to worry about, like, oh, you know, I'm self-conscious about... Like, in a weird way, it's kind of an ideal situation, because if you know you look good, and the blind person likes you for who you are, and likes you, your body the way it is... In that way. Well, then, why would you ever be self-conscious? Yeah. Calling all blind people. I was gonna say
0: calling all blind people. Yeah. Paging Mr. Herman.
1: You can contact us at outonthelemonade.com/slash/contact.
0: Uh. So I just love the way that Blanche handles it. She's handles it like so humbly. I love it. Yeah.
1: And then and then when the woman comes in and sits down and Blanche is leaving, she she's um, like,
0: "You two have a nice date. This and that. I'm gonna leave." And she goes, oh, and John, by the way, it looks like Elaine is an even bigger music lover than I am. (laughs) Which, in the 80s, could maybe be construed as an insult. But today, in 2016, the day of Kim Kardashian and the Jennifer Lopez's in the world, I mean, and the um, Nicki Minaj's, I mean.
1: Yeah, I have a big butt.
0: Well, then you, (laughs) you must be a music lover.
1: I have a very large lower half. I'm a I'm a I'm a I'm a bottom heavy person. Do
0: you like your butt?
1: Um, not particularly. But others do. Others people other people freak out about my legs. I've always just been like, Mm. God what do you mean gave people them. freak
0: out about your legs and you know, like, like they love like them. Like men, yeah. They like yeah. they're all like, Ooh, ooh, look at you. Ooh.
1: And I'm like, I don't do anything for them. They just are this way.
0: Yeah, but you can own that. And you they're like, like yeah.
1: please. Show me more. I'm like, take me out on a date. <laughs> and then they're like, no, because you have a lot of questions. And I'm like, so much
0: for love. <laughs> <laughs> That's a lot of questions. Now I'm looking at your legs. I like your big, legs. They're big legs, yes, Yeah, I can't help it. Anyway. I always get butt compliments.
1: Do you? Yep. That's What, is, what does Stan think of that?
0: <laughs> you took off your... You... <laughs> You re how do you, you de I, I you de-hooded. Yeah. you de-hooded that, yeah. um, oh, Stan likes my butt.
1: Yeah, but no, but what does Stan think of other people commenting on your booty?
0: Well, I mean, we don't talk about it. Why not? Well, cause. I'm saying, like, former- Do you guys
1: have an open relationship?
0: No, we don't have an open relationship. I'm saying over the course of my dating life.
1: Oh, people have commented on your butt. Yeah. When was the last time, besides Stan, somebody commented on your butt?
0: When was the last time?
1: Besides Stan,
0: I mean, probably my boyfriend before that.
1: So nobody since then.
0: Well, it,
1: nobody in between. No, no construction worker was like,
0: "Ooh, mommy." I mean, we're talking like in we're talking about in like you know intimate situations. Oh,
1: so like your butt is not something that when walking by someone's like, "Ooh."
0: I knock on wood. Don't get I don't get catcalled. God, I want to get
1: catcalled so bad. I don't. I do.
0: I and I don't get catcalled.
1: Well, so. That's nice.
0: Yeah. Or maybe it's I nice do. I don't know. Don't I always have it. headphones and I'm always listening to true crime podcasts. So. <laughs> oh, yes. Um, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe they yeah. are. I'm, I'm always... walking by and they're like, hey, nice ass. And in my ears it was like, and the bodies of the 17 victims were found buried beneath the floorboards. <laughs> and I'm just like, the world is great. That's <laughs> um, funny. So, all right. Let's end this because we're, um, so anyway, so Blanche leaves a restaurant and we never see John again. Never That's see fine. John
1: again. As with all Except of Except we the do on emptiness.
0: On Empty Nest. Um, so then um, back at home, uh, the, uh, Rose and uh, Dorothy are still sick on the couch and Sophia comes home. And I just really like this joke. She comes home with the football team and yeah. she says, make way for the victors. And Rose goes, you won? And Sophia goes, no, Rose, we lost and all changed our names to victor. It was a funny joke, no, and uh, it's really not she basically no. said, "I liked it. I, I thought it was when I heard such it, I was like, oh, god, I loved it.'" Um, and she won because they did. Sophia says they uh, <laughs> she got them to win. You know, Billy didn't play, but they she got the kids to do the statue of Mussolini play, which is where everyone piles in the quarterback for the first play and takes them out. Kind of dark. Yeah. <laughs> it's great after like Sophie gives this whole speech about like it's okay to be small. She yeah. basically has the all the kids like fit like she she's basically like the leader of Cobra Kai yeah. telling him to sweep the leg yeah. on Danny Russo. Like he's like sweep the leg, Johnny and then he does. Like 'Cause it was their star quarterback and they took him out. Yeah. Sophia's the Cobra Kai. Here. Yes. Yeah. Yeah,
1: no. It w- and Dorothy's all like, Ma,
0: that's that's horrible
1: like whatever she said. And and Sophia says something like what, I forget what she said. I don't said, know. Something, so, something, something Italy. like It was Mussolini. You gotta do it. Like, holo- not Holocaust. World War II,
0: basically. Blah, blah, yes. Yeah. Um, and then she goes into the kitchen, and we sort of end on the girl. And
1: so, and, and Dorothy is, like, still kind of shocked and appalled, but then Rose has this moment where she's, like, smiling, and then she leans back into the chair like, and sort of has this, like, like, like giddy, evil. like,
0: yeah! Yes! It's, is, it's
1: perfect for the character. It was
0: so perfect. It's such yeah. like a tiny little, tiny like minutia, just teeny tiny moment. But yeah, it's, it's really fun because yeah, that's what that's how this episode started with Rose being competitive. So yeah. It's sweet. I was kind of surprised that that just kind of went away when she got sick, but eh, yeah, it worked.
1: It worked, and that was the episode.
0: Um, and that was the episode. And if you guys are uh, gonna tune in next week, which you should, um, the next episode we'll be watching is the impotence of being earnest. Yeah, and maybe we'll try to get one. a guest
1: or something for the. Yeah, we'll, yeah, maybe we should, we'll do yeah, something. Yeah, fun. we'll do something fun. We'll get a see. Guess.
0: No promises, but we'll try. We'll try something. Yeah, fun. no
1: promises. Um, my golden takeaway from this episode is. I'm going to try to have sex like a blind man. I'm going to blindfold myself okay. for sex and see what
0: that's like. Ooh, I like But
1: not that in like idea. a tied up way, but in um, sort of like a I can't see anything way.
0: Oh. See how
1: that works.
0: So like.
1: And see if I can get off doing
0: it. Where you have to like feel around for things, so well, more, yeah, I mean, like the, the
1: person will likely find what needs to be found. Um, Do
0: you want that person to also be blind? Oh,
1: I don't think both need to be blind. No, that seems oh. like too much. Um,
0: but, that would be like the blind leading the blind. Hey, uh,
1: <laughs> but I no, I think it would be interesting to see like a if I could get off, b like what that's like, and c. Um, maybe I can live in the mind of a blind per- or the body of a blind person for a minute and see what that's see if I can go to a different area of sexuality.
0: Oh, I like that. Yeah, that's see? interesting.
1: Deep golden takeaway. Deep
0: golden takeaway.
1: Top that. Um, Harry
0: My golden takeaway: <laughs> don't cheat at sports. The end. Yeah, that's not. The- that's it.
1: Yeah, don't cheat at good. sports, guys. This has been so much fun you should go to out on the to find out more and you should go to out on the slash donate to donate a little something we're so close to getting what we need to have a new microphone and have like better sound and so like in a couple of episodes carrie and i may potentially sound much different slash that person who likes my whispering you're about to come
0: yeah, because it's yeah. your whispers are about to sound yeah. way more professional. You think
1: this is going to be a like a like a rated R episode? You think I should rate this one? Off?
0: Oh, maybe. I
1: feel like we've done no, because then
0: of- we'd have to rate a lot. We'd have to like grandfather a bunch in, we'd have to retroactively go back and like Who rate says other we we to. Yeah, I mean, you can rate it whatever you want. <laughs> um. We, uh, yeah, we're very close. We actually, I think, we have enough money at this point to buy a mixer, yeah. and we're getting close to getting some microphones. So, so it's, it's very exciting. It's but we're corner. not just
1: looking for sound; that we're coming to your town. We're looking for lots of different lots of different areas that we need backing. So, if you you know have it in your heart, you can go to outoflanai.com slash donate, or you can go to Patreon and set up a monthly donation.
0: Yes, and thank you to everybody who has donated in the past. Thank you to everybody who leaves us uh, comments on Facebook and we Twitter. love it. Keep them coming. You guys can follow us on Facebook at uh, facebook.com slash golden girls podcast. We are at golden girls pod on Twitter. I am carriedoherty.com at squid eat squid on Twitter, squidzy on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Signed up for Snapchat, still haven't used it. I'll oh. let you know when I get that handle. you should. You should. I just downloaded the app.
1: Oh, you should start doing that.
0: Yeah, I'll think about it. I like
1: it. Um, and I may challenge Scott on everything, including Snapchat. So you can like snap me things, but guys, no nudes. Stop that. Don't do that.
0: No nudes.
1: No, no nudes. Mean, I mean, I mean, I. You know, I'm no. You know, no. I'm taking that back. You send me whatever you want to send me. Like you do you, and I ain't gonna judge. I I may not reply, but I ain't gonna judge. There you go. Not gonna judge.
0: And just remember, guys, as always, stay, stay golden.
1: golden. Uh, uh,
0: that was a head gum podcast.